Sean Taylor. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> but I just had to say. Hello. Happy whatever day of the week you're listening to. Welcome back to Subtitles On or Off. I'm Bailey. And I'm Jess. And we are two gal pals who love to talk about movies and TV shows. All the fun things. We are coming to you live with a freshly WD-40 chair. That is so <laughs> true. Okay, guys, I have been sitting in the squeakiest chair in Jessica's apartment. And it's been like, first of all, probably an editing nightmare for Fallon. And then also just like me being so cautious. Yeah, you can't move. <laughs> I like, can't move. But we got that WD-40 and we fixed the problem. So. Absolutely. Other than that, how's your week going? My week's been pretty good. It was like a slow start, but then like a pretty productive, uh, you know, kind of later days. Um, it's been nice. I've watched a couple of things, but I read some interesting shit went down. Absolutely. In, in Hollywood this the week. The industry is popping. Let's talk about it. Okay. Well, first on a not so fun note. So Alec Baldwin and the whole gun firing of live ammunition on set of Rush, Rust, Rust right, is what it's right. called, um, concluded in the death of a camera operator. And, and this was earlier... Well, no, I'm sorry. We just started 2023. So let's say last year, 2022? 2022. I think it was early 2022, early 2022. is my guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it got announced uh, last week that he has been charged with involuntary manslaughter. Wow. Which I just think is not necessary or fair. Having, like, working in the industry is just my thought process. Because I think there's other people more responsible for it because he didn't but i guess that's the involuntary part so i don't really know i mean i don't work in legal it's whatever it just it that's crazy i mean i feel like involuntary manslaughter is what you get when an accident happens like you hit someone with your car right yeah that checks um and i don't know don't quote me on this but i feel like it's one of those things where like say a gang I don't even know if this still happens if this is just on TV but say there's like a gang situation or whatever and like somebody pulls the trigger but it's really like the man up top calling the shots right but the person who pulled the trigger is still going to get charged with involuntary manslaughter yeah but the person pulling the trigger is like doing it intentionally to kill that person but if they want to get the mob boss then they'll like they'll go up the chain but as far as Alec Baldwin goes like that was a 100% accident yeah um and yeah, it's just a shitty situation all around. It's crazy because I don't even think law enforcement knows how to handle it. I don't think the production industry knows how to handle it because it's kind of like a very gray area on who. I mean, it's really not. Like when you're on a set, like who's in charge of the firearms, that's a clear person's job. Right. And it seems like this set took it into a very gray area. So like. I don't know. It's a mess, but that was pretty crazy that that news broke. So, so like, is he serving time? I'm not sure. I think, um, I don't know. I wonder if it's going to go to trial. Like, I wonder if they're going to try and fight it or go to court with it, with lawyers and stuff. I'm not sure. 
Okay, I just looked it up, and it looks like it is going to go to trial um, with, like, a jury and everything, but, like, you're mentioning, since you, like, you know, don't really know who to consider blame to, but the person who loaded the gun is also getting charged with involuntary manslaughter, um, and it is going to go to trial, like I said, but it's also possible that, like, he won't serve time. Right. So it just, it does look like it's messy all around. Yeah. And I think it's like, I think it should go to trial. Like, I think they should dissect the whole situation and figure out what happened. Do you think this will come with like ramifications of like stricter rules or whatever on set? Absolutely. Not that they haven't been implemented already. I know this is a huge shakeup when it first happened. Right. I mean, uh, yeah, 100%. Um, I'm sure it already has like... Right. I just, I don't know of anybody that works on a lot of period pieces that can, you know, attest to that if, like, rules have been changed or whatever. But, I mean, like, you would think that now, like, they just wouldn't, like, put any sort of real ammo in anything. Yeah, that is so scary. It's a crazy situation. But that trial would be interesting, so I don't know. Another Johnny V. Amber Heard trial. <laughs> I know. Get it on the... This one a little less entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. I hope comfort gets brought to the family. Because, I mean, I'm also thinking about the family of the woman that I died. I mean, yeah. I feel like people are, like, really, you know, celebritizing everything when, like, something real really went down. Yeah. Like, I almost, like... And this, like, I want to state that I'm not, like, an Alec Baldwin fan. Like, I don't really care. <laughs> but, like, I'm just thinking... Like, how I would feel if my family member, if that happened to my family member or friend. And it's like, I would want to sue the movie. I would want to sue the production company. Yeah. I would want to sue the prop master, the, like, the department heads that were on set that day. Absolutely. I wouldn't sue the actor that literally has no idea what's going on on set until he shows up in his trailer that morning. Like, has no clue. It just sucks because, like, with actors, and this could go... You know, and we've seen this go, this go, good or bad, is, like, the actors are just the most recognizable name. Yeah. There's a lot of other people on stage at any given time. Yeah. So. It's true. I don't know. Anyway, on a more lighthearted news. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> but also kind of not depending on how you look at it. But it, rumor has it, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Hottie McHotty, who has a significantly older wife, Apparently he like is like how much older? Like I want to say twenty years. Whoa. Yeah. Um. Rumor has it he cheated on his wife with hold the phone Joey King. Joey King. Yeah. My jaw is on the floor. Yeah. A little bullet train co-star action here. Wait, you go from twenty years older to like ten years younger. <laughs> and also make like- it make sense. <laughs> also, like three feet shorter. <laughs> Uh, I know. I don't know. Um, it. I saw this funny TikTok recently, actually, about it that said, <laughs> "What did it say? It said Adam Levine and Ned Fulmer from the Try Guys looking at all the <laughs> all the love Aaron Taylor Johnson is getting right now for cheating on his wife, and they're like, what the hell?' Like, <laughs> I laughed a lot because I was like, look at." It's different. I don't know why it's different, but it is. I mean, it's not, but I mean, look, like I'm all for like love who you love. If there's a 20 year age difference, fine. But like, 
I don't know. Don't cheat on your wife. Like I know. And again, I don't know how much. Yeah, what is sparking the rumors? Did they like, were they photographed together? I'm going to be real with you. I don't know. Okay. I didn't look that much into it. Got I'm it. not the biggest Aaron Taylor Johnson fan, and I'm definitely not a Joey King fan. So I don't even know enough about him to know if his accent is real. His it's... accent is real. Oh, so he is British. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's all I could tell you. Okay. I um, felt like half of the actors were putting on a fake British accent, so I was like, what? I think most of them were. Yeah. And I love that Brad Pitt was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when, like, especially, like, Chris Hemsworth, like, he'll he'll just keep the Australian accent. Like, yeah. he doesn't change a thing. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's Liam's thing, In not me. every role. Like. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of Liam, speaking of Hemsworth, what is this rumor going around that Liam cheated on Miley with Jennifer Lawrence? Okay. I actually do do know a little bit about this. Okay, is it true? Because I'm I'm so high up on all of the little Easter eggs in her new song Flowers. Right. And they're like, oh, she wore his tux that they wore to this movie premiere, and she filmed it in the house that he cheated on all these, which I didn't know about that. I didn't know that either. When they got this divorced, news to me. Yeah, same. When they got divorced, I was just, I guess I just, they said like. It wasn't working out. Miley wanted to be free. Yeah. Miley was like bisexual and he wasn't okay yeah. with that. Like mutual differences. And then all this shit's coming out that he cheated on her, her with like 14 women. I don't think... I think that people are reading way too far into this, into the J-Law thing. Because the rumor is that basically they share... On the set of The Hunger Games, they shared like an unscripted or maybe an off-screen kiss. Oh. So I don't think she was one of the 14 women that he slept with this, in this Malibu house. Like, I don't think she was part of that. And I don't think that Miley was hinting to her in the video. Mm. I think people are reading too far into it. But there are rumors that they kissed while Liam was was with Miley. So I don't hmm. know. Interesting. Yeah. Aside from that, what are you watching? Okay, I've watched a couple of things this week, starting off with something, like, a little, like, kind of, like, bittersweet and, like, kind of sad, but I had been looking forward to watching this movie, so it's called Spoiler Alert. I don't know if you've seen trailers of it. It's kind of older. It came out during the holidays, I think. Um, (laughs) Older. Two months. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not current. Okay. Um... Although it's pretty current because I did have to rent it kind of at like full price on Amazon, you know, like it wasn't, even, <laughs> it wasn't even like a two ninety nine thing. Like I, nobody forced you. I know, but I really wanted to do it. <laughs> but anyway, it's based off a true story based off of a memoir of a TV line um, interviewer named Michael and it's about his love story with his husband and their like 13 year relationship and kind of how it started and then how his husband got diagnosed with cancer and then it went south really quickly okay i'm sensing a from scratch and i'm not ready yeah kind of okay yeah um but it's called spoiler alert because the um the book the memoir is called spoiler alert the hero dies Oh my god so it's like he, he's telling you right off the bat like his Aww. husband dies and that this is their love story it's like 500 days of summer when she's like this is not a love story exactly 
it's like here's the title you know get ready spoiler alert like don't Buckle get mad up. at me when this <laughs> happens yeah um but it's just cute it's about their their love story and um the main character based off the real person michael working at tv line is like a huge fan of television and movies like literally made a career out of it and so the way the story is told is just so unique and interesting it's like him whenever he gets really scared or anxious about something he goes to this place in his mind where it's like he lives in a sitcom and it's like this moment getting acted out in a sitcom and how he'll handle it in a sitcom oh my god cute it was really sweet and i did cry but i also just felt like really happy like it was a beautiful story and then i looked the guy up in real life and i was like oh my god i literally know you like you're in so many interviews like i don't know him but like you like if you look him up like you've seen him interview like your favorite cast about something shut up yeah and i was like whoa and then of course i took a deep dive on his instagram to find like irl pics of him and his boyfriend or his husband and it was just crazy it was really cute though oh my god loved it and then i watched a a show a whole show (laughs) can't relate um so this show was really it was one of the it's one of those shows where it was really popular at a time and i of course had no interest in it Mm because i was like i don't care and you've maybe seen this show and i don't know if you have or not and you might get mad at me that i haven't seen it okay but queen's gambit (gasps) (laughs) oh my god oh my god i know i never saw it what okay let me tell you why so when everyone was raving about this, all I remember and was told about this show is that this chick plays chess on the ceiling. <laughs> That's all I got. That's literally the only detail I got. So I'm thinking either she's crazy or it's some sort of sci-fi situation about chess. And I'm like, that doesn't sound interesting. I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. No one informed me that it's like a period piece about this woman struggling with addiction and also struggling with trying to be the greatest chess player in the world and also like an orphan in a girl's home and like absolutely no one decided to tell me any about this (laughs) and so i just had no interest in it and then finally this week i was like i need something short and kind of just to get through and i started watching that and boy i binged that that shit hooks you in Oh my god! It was god. good, right? It was so good. And tell me, like, why I want to play chess right now? Like, oh my I'm god, like, right? I could do that. No, I can't. Um, but. I cannot believe you want you didn't watch this when it came out because it came out during quarantine, yeah. and like I wanted to play chess and I was alone in quarantine. <laughs> and which, like, who actually wants to play chess, respectively? No like, I just sorry, it's just not, you know, the choice game. Yeah, but. I thought that show was amazing. It hooked me in. I binged it so fast. And, like, I loved watching her grow up. And, Mm -hmm. like, Anya Taylor-Joy did a fantastic job. So good. And then watching her grow up and, like, befriend the other boys in chess and, like, all of that and really own her shit. Well, and just, like, woman power. I mean, she was running that shit. And all the men were being like, oh, you're cute. Like, you can't do this. And she's like, I'll win. Like, go away and then she like did and then they were all like yeah. oh okay like hey and then it was crazy how like she was addicted but also the drug like low-key helped her because she was like playing on the ceiling and yeah. like the transition from like how she would play as a kid on the ceiling to like 
when she started to get really good and she was moving shit around on the ceiling so, so fast. fast just going through the whole game in like five different moves it's yeah. like insane well and like the like really beautiful thing at the end when she's like playing against the like russian guy that was like the best chess player and she's having this whole freak out about how she needs the drugs to see the chess pieces and then she looks up and it's there it's like she just needed to like she had it in her all along. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's like so she good. doesn't need the drug to do that. And then she saw it and then she was able to improvise and then she won. And I'm like, oh, you're such a badass bitch. But like, I loved her storyline. I loved her storyline with Benny. Like I loved yep. it like, with her mom and then her mom died. And I oh was like, God. whoa, it was, it was really good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I cannot believe you haven't seen it until now. I'm so glad you liked it. I know. I really, really enjoyed it. And then just one last thing. You'll be happy about this, but I also think you might be a little sad when I tell you where I'm getting at. So after I watched Queen's Gambit, I was like, okay, I could do a little period moment. And I was like, maybe I'm going to dabble in Downton Abbey. You didn't like it. It's not that I didn't like it. I watched one episode. It was that I was trying to figure out where this would go and if I would like it. Mm. And if I was like kind of in the mood and the headspace to commit to like a period piece where it's like kind of a lot of information getting thrown at you in like a different format format and you have to like really think about language you gotta think about what they're saying and it's like you really gotta focus in on it but i did enjoy the first episode i didn't hate it i liked how like right out the gates they're talking and like it kicks off with like the titanic sinking which yeah i have a weird fascination about the titanic so that was pretty interesting (laughs) (laughs) i'm so glad that's what hooked you in But yeah, so I did one episode. I might do more later. I'm not sure. I get it. I mean, I think I told you this like the last time I sort of like recommended it is like it's not for everyone. It's no Bridgerton. Like it is very different. And I completely understand if you're not interested. Um, Some of the things that I like about it is I like dissecting the old language. Mm -hmm. I think it's so interesting. I love the fashion. Um... And it, like, once you're immersed in the language, it's really quite dramatic. Like, it's very juicy. Like, it, it's it's good. Yeah. Um, and, like, the, I forget her name, but, like, the old dame, she is so freak. She's in Harry Potter. What is her name? Oh, Maggie something? Smith. Yeah, Thank Maggie. you. Um, she is so, like, passive-aggressive backhanded compliments and she delivers it so well in a way that you have no idea you've just been insulted 10 ways till sunday like oh yeah i loved her in the first episode yeah love her so um i totally get it it's not the vibe it's no bridgerton it's no outlander um so like watch it or don't i don't care yeah. it's just i you know i liked it it's whatever yeah i think i mean like they've got short seasons they don't have too many seasons so i feel like it is something i could down the road get i will into. say like i not i don't know if this helps or not but like shit happens like they'll kill a main character or two like it it gets good there's like secrets and like affairs and like Mm -hmm. all that so it's it's fun yeah is there like a good love story in it oh my god so many okay okay cool (laughs) you know i love a good love story i know i know you said outlander and i'm just like because that's what i'm like comparing i'm just like oh i loved outlander so i'm like i could do another period piece i don't know yeah check it out i feel you I, I get you on, like, having to be in the right mind space for it, though. Yeah. But it's not a full loss for me. I'm not giving up on it yet. For sure. So, TBD. Okay, speaking of period piece, 
I'm still watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay. Love it. Okay. How many episodes have you watched? Where are you at? What's happening? I'm on season two, episode six. Perfect. So, like, I'm not too far along from last week, but that's okay. Um, so, basically, oh, the one thing I was really excited for is, so, I DM'd you on Instagram because I saw this post with Kit Harrington and his wife, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about her. Like, she comes into Game of Thrones later, right? And just because I've heard about them, like, in the media. And literally that night, I watched the episode where she gets introduced. <gasps> yes! <laughs> so. She's, um, like, different in the show, like, in Game of Thrones than anything else you've seen Well, her I've in. only seen her in Time Traveler's Wife. She was in Downton Abbey, girl. She was in Downton Abbey? Yeah, at least she was in that first episode. She played one of the what? maids. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what? Clearly, she didn't stick around very long, but she was in that first episode. I don't know. Okay. Um, I'll have to fact check that. <laughs> what a good like wrap around. Yeah, like, we'll bring it back wrap around. around. <laughs> okay. Um. So you met her. What was her name again? What's her name in Game of Thrones? She introduced herself as Egret. Oh yeah, Egret. That is her name. Okay, is that her name? Okay, yeah. because at first I was like, oh, she might be telling him a fake name, because they were like enemies. Oh yeah, no, they're and not he, friends. He like couldn't kill her. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, <laughs> they were like cuddling together to stay warm. And she did like the booty shimmy. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so to I have, stay warm in air quotes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I think all I know is that they get married in real life, and that's where they met. I don't really know or remember anything about her storyline on Game of Thrones, so I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. Um, but then I'm like, okay, but he's like a knight of the wall or whatever you want to call it and like they're not supposed to take a wife or have children mm-hmm. so i don't really know how that's gonna go mm-hmm. um other than that oh i just watched the part where the people in the capital i don't even know what it's king's landing uh-huh. the, they all like rioted against joffrey and sansa like almost got raped and like all this horrible stuff was happening and I just can't wait. I really hope, <laughs> I really hope somebody gets him off that fucking throne very soon. <laughs> like, I, everybody's at war. So this is where we're at. Like, everybody's at war. Daenerys is in Karth, like, trying to get funding to go take the throne because she thinks that she's the rightful heir. And then, like, everybody and their mother thinks that they're the rightful heir. And then Theon just overtook <laughs> Winterfell. And Rob is at war. And, like... I there so many things are happening but I'm also low-key bored and I'm like this is all leading up to a really big thing so I have to pay attention yeah um so yeah apparently (laughs) based on how I'm talking about it I'm really into it yeah I mean you're like remembering every little detail I love it I was talking to my coworkers about it and they were like oh yeah like where are you at and I was like okay so this is a couple episodes ago and I was like okay so it's getting demonic up in here like some black demon baby just crawled out of some woman and they were like what and I was like yeah there was like this witch and like I don't really know and (laughs) so my coworker looked it up and she was like oh I thought that was like way later. That seems to be the consensus. That's what everybody is saying. Because that's how I feel. Yeah. As I'm going through this journey, everybody thinks that everything that I'm talking about happens in like season three or four. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that already happened? So I I can't wait to see what else happens. Wow. I think something that might happen in season two is something I think might happen way later and you might get to it like a lot sooner than I think you do. Okay. Well, TBD, I will let you know because I'm going to keep watching. 
Yeah. But Joffrey's the worst. I hate him so That's my much. response to where you're at. Do I, they get married? Do I'm they not, actually? Um, Don't not, tell me. I'm not telling you. Don't tell me unless it's the answer I want to hear. Okay, I won't tell you. Fuck. Well, <laughs> oh, no. also, Arya is still pretending to be a boy. Uh, I love Arya. I do, too. I love her. Okay, well, no, I'm, I lied. She's not pretending to be a boy anymore. They found her out, and she's like a servant girl for Tyrion or Tywin. I forget which one's which. The old man. The Lannister. The dad That's Lannister. That's Ty- Tywin. Tywin. Okay, Tywin. so Tyrion is Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Love Peter um, Dinklage. Love Tyrion. Yeah. Love him. Um. Oh, my God. The story about how Jamie like, set him up to, like, rescue the hooker and, like, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I don't think so. There was a story that Tyrion told where basically, oh, because Tyrion was previously married. And Tyrion was telling the story and saying, like, this happened. I saved this girl from being attacked. Oh, yes. And I fell in love with her. And we went to bed. And we fell in love. And we got married. And then finds out that Jamie set up the whole thing for him to, like, feel like a man. And, like... She ended up just being a prostitute and yes. then just like horrible things happened. So I do remember that. I really just like feel for him. Also, the yeah. way that everybody calls him names like Imp and like Half Man. Yeah, like, they're really not nice. No. He's the best. I love him. Jamie low-key sucks until he doesn't. I hate him. And then, ugh, don't even get me started on Cersei. Oh, God. Just all the Lannisters, really. I want them all gone. Except for Tyrion. Fingers crossed. Oh, ooh, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then the only other thing that I watched is obviously one episode of Veronica Mars. We're on episode two. Oh, let's get into it. You know that I just finished it because I had to watch it while you were here. <laughs> I walk in and Jess is like 20 minutes to the ending. I said, oh, we didn't do our homework before today's episode. Got it. I'm so sorry. Or, you know, you're just, like, procrastinating to keep it fresh in your brain. Yeah, that's all I wanted. I wanted, like, the fresh reaction, which I do have. Like, let's discuss. All right, let's get into it. Um, So, first things first. Let's talk about Paris Hilton. <laughs> the elephant in the room, okay? <laughs> Paris Hilton. And, like, not just a cameo. Like, speaking lines. Yeah, like, main character energy in this yeah. episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the actual fuck? Oh, my God. She the was... pink Vespa? Jessica. I the can't. pink Vespa. I'm sorry. Is this PCA? Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Speaking of the reboot, they're, like, doing a sequel. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Is everyone coming back? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Anyway, back to, <laughs> back to Veronica Mars. What were, your, like, what were your thoughts on this episode overall? Okay. My overall thoughts is I love the show. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's really good, right? Like, <laughs> Okay, well, really good is not really how I would describe it. Because it's I mean, just I'm pretty entertained. So... Oh, no, no, no. I said I love the show. Mm. I did say it's really good. <laughs> okay. Two, two different things. I see what you're getting at. I do think it's good. I just think it's, like, very cheesy 2000s, like... And it's also episode two. Like, when you think about how a TV show is made, like, we just watch, like, episode one. That's the pilot. Like, yeah. they have... They have no budget. Like, nothing is confirmed. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so we just watched episode two. So they're still kind of getting in their groove. 
but I do love this show. Like, I love the banter between her and her dad and, like, their acting when they went to figure out the hotel bill. Like, one of my favorite things about this show is, like, the private investigation of it all and how they get to, like, kind of do things underhandedly and, like, um, Wallace is an office aide now, so she's like, oh, this is great for me. Like- yeah. <laughs> she sees opportunity and she takes it. Yeah. She's like, great. I know what I love about the whole PI aspect of it is I like that every case, or I mean, again, like you said, we're only in the second episode, but so far, each case she's worked on has tied into advancing the storyline of the characters we've met already. Absolutely. Like, they t- it ties so well into where you almost don't even realize it's a case she's working yeah. on. You just think it's, like, the storyline that's happening. Yeah, like, she's just, like, somehow involved in, like, these other people's drama. Yeah. Which I don't really think the Paris Hilton of it all. Like, I'm like, here's my question. Why is Logan getting so upset that his girlfriend is cheating on him as if he's been dating her for two years? I'm Listen, like, it's high school. I'm like, you weren't even dating her last episode. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. You're so upset that she's cheating on you? Okay, I have a better question. Mm-hmm. Why is a whole ass motorcycle gang following a 17-year-old? Dude, I don't know. Why? Okay, tell me this. Yeah. Oh, wait. That's what you just said. Because I was going to say, why is a 17-year-old leading the... <laughs> Bailey, feel free to listen to me. (laughs) Well, the way you said it, I was thinking about the scene when they all showed up at, like, Paris Hilton's house to, like, Oh, you're thinking about Logan? Well, I'm, like, what I was thinking of, like, they were following him. Right. To the location. (laughs) Not, like, (laughs) in a group setting. (laughs) Anyway. No, I mean, like, leading the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're thinking the same thing. (laughs) Just disregard my, like, actual, like... I thought we were being literal, and we were being a little more figurative. Sorry. I also think I jumped from, like, you were talking about Logan and Paris Hilton, and I jumped to Weevil. Yeah, like, I was in that one scene, and you were moving on to the later scene. I got it. Yeah. Okay. And then... Also, Kristen Bell's wigs in these flashbacks. Oh, my God. The long hair. It's not good. Her face looks like a whole different face. Yeah. They, like, airbrushed the shit out of her or something. I don't know what's going on. And then, like, I, I really want to know how many flashback episodes they filmed with Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know it's a lot. But, because, like, I remember flashback scenes. Like I said, I've seen, like, the first few episodes of season one. And so... I do remember there's more flashback scenes, like, to when Lily was alive and, mm-hmm. like, uh, Veronica we got Duncan. Yeah, we still got to figure out who killed Lily, so we're probably going to we see. Some, we got some advancements on that. We learned more about that. I love the way that they tell the story to, the, to us, the audience, is, like, the sheriff and Veronica's dad have a confrontation at the diner, and, like, we learned even more about how that went down mm-hmm. and how the dad, like had these hunches about jake kane and the sheriff had like another suspect and then um veronica's following up on it separately where she found the traffic ticket yeah at the very end and so lily's time of death is not accurate anymore and that opens up a whole new world of like possibilities yeah like all the family that had alibis is not checking out anymore because the time of death changed which is like it's just so interesting. And who's going to believe her? And honestly, I have no idea who killed Lily. I'm dying to find out. Same. Like, I have no clue. Same, same. And then my last note is just how smooth Logan got out of that Jeep. Okay? <laughs> got out. He was never in. He was never in. <laughs> Which is 
even better. We rewound that and we were like, wait a minute. He's not even in. Like, he just had his arms lifted over it while he was hanging outside of the Jeep. I mean, it just goes to show that, like, they all live in the same little rich neighborhood. Yeah. And he just, like, zoomed on over outside the Jeep. Right. Like, couldn't be bothered to get in the Jeep. The other thing I want to talk about is, like, (laughs) the scene where Duncan and Veronica, like, get pulled over. Yes. Okay, well, we can talk about, like, the drama behind that scene after. But first, I want to talk about how there was, like, this money shot of the car. And it was, like, it was, like, it was just supposed to show that it was a Mercedes and it was supposed to be a nice car. But the show is so old that it just looks, like, so lame. (laughs) (laughs) There's, like... Just so much about this show is just so funny at how it was made. But also, when you compare it to other shows at the time, it, like, it holds up, you know? Okay, I was thinking the exact same thing of, like, okay, I don't know why I'm so in this mindset of, like, not ripping it apart, but just noticing the really old things. But I'm like, was I like this with One Tree Hill? Like... I don't know. I mean, when I look back at season like one of One Tree Hill, there are definitely definitely things that I'm like, oh, why? Like, yeah, you're, why'd you shoot it that way? Like, um, <laughs> yeah. and like storylines and just like things they say that's cheesy, but it's just very two thousands. Lucas and jeans and flip flops, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, that scene was really interesting. Well, first of all, it was interesting. Duncan and Veronica like in the car together was hella awkward. Yeah. And, but, like, Duncan is, like, being weirdly, like, really friendly to her. I think Duncan's, like, a pretty good guy. So, like, I'm not hating on him yet. I think so. Uh, But I did think it was, I don't know if awkward is the right word, but, like, I guess it could be an awkward moment how he was, like, oh, like, Lily loved this song. Oh, yeah, it was pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't love that. But I feel like it goes to show, like, the connection that they had and how they, they both loved Lily. Yeah. And, like... I think we're going to learn more about what happened after Lily's death and, like, why Veronica and Duncan broke up. And I think it's more than just, like, how this episode, Veronica, her monologue kept saying, like, oh, my dad accused Jake Kane and, like, I had to choose between my friends and my dad and I chose my dad. And then she was like, was I right to choose my dad and all this stuff. So there's a lot more going on. And I love the inner monologue that we, like get inside her head yeah me too i love that we only know things that veronica knows yeah like we never know what like it's very much her point of view like we only know what she knows yeah which is fun so yeah we find out things when she finds out things it's really it's a good like storytelling method yeah sure i can't wait to see like well obviously the rest of the show like i want to solve the murder and all this stuff but i also want to see I can't wait for, like, the reboots. I know. Me too. Because it'll be, like, modern. Yeah. Like, P.I. shit. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, modern technology. And, like, Veronica's an adult. And, like. Yeah. Is she still all sassy? And, like, is she running the P.I. business? And, like, oh, I can't wait. I know. Me too. Okay. Anything else on VM, Veronica Mars? I don't think so. I'm interested to see what the next episode brings us. I thought there it was funny. She got she has had some cute whips in it. Yeah, she's, as always. She's quippy. She's got some jabs. But yeah. I thought it was funny when um the guy came up to her and was like, Oh, you got a flat? And she's like, As flat as God made me. <laughs> yeah. That was good. I liked when she was saying 
oh, I'm in your your fourth period, I don't know, geometry class. And she's like, um, we have computer lab fourth yeah. period. That's how she's you like, get people to give you information. <laughs> yeah. And then she used that to her advantage. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's so good. Love her. But yeah, stay tuned for episode three next week. All right. Speaking of mysteries to solve, let's get into today's episode. We're talking about Kaleidoscope, which is on Netflix. It's sort of a, would you call it a choose your own adventure? I think that's the best way to put it to make sense because it's the first of its kind, you know? Yeah, I think it's awesome. Um, so we each watched it in a different order and, um, according to Netflix, you have to watch the white episode last. So each episode is named after a color and okay. I didn't watch, they have this episode on there called black and it's like the trailer. I think it's just the trailer. Yeah. It's sort of a trailer, but it's not really a trailer. Like it doesn't have scenes from the movie or from the show, but it's explaining like this setup, I guess. And it, in that part it does tell you that like everybody was given a different order oh so i feel like you you can just press play and then it automatically has everybody end on white Mm. um so i thought that was interesting but other than that i kind of just like jumped around and picked my own i don't know not for us we pick our own yeah you said choose your own adventure i said i'm gonna choose i said say less um how did you feel about well you could talk about like the specific episodes each but like how did you feel about your order in general okay i'll say i feel like i started out real strong oh okay i like 10 out of 10 i was feeling so good about my order and then when i got kind of towards halfway through i was like a little like it was very mid i was very confused oh interesting and uh, I can explain why when we kind of get into the orders that we watched it in. Mm-hmm. But what about you? How did you feel about your order? I felt, I don't know. Like, I also felt pretty good about my order. But also, I felt like for some reason, I really went like, it's not exactly chronological order, but I felt like all of my before the heist episodes were together and then all of my after the heist episodes were together oh she got blessed well were they in the right order no they weren't in exact chronological order i'm just saying it was before and then it was after well it kind of what well like should we just get into it okay let's get into it so what order did you watch okay so my first episode was blue five days before the heist Ooh. okay and then my second episode was yellow six weeks before the heist then I did green seven years before the heist. So, like I'm saying, these are all before. Yeah. Like, five days and then six weeks and then seven years. And then we jump ahead to orange, which is three weeks before the heist. And then violet was 24 years before the heist. So, like I said, all before. Yeah. And then I did red the morning after the heist. And then pink six months after the heist. So, it was all after. And then and then white was the heist. That's a pretty good order. I like that. I felt like, okay, I feel like it did make sense when I was watching it. Part of me felt like I could have jumped around more, I guess. But let's be honest. If I watched, like, the pink episode six months after the heist, I would have been confused as fuck. Oh, absolutely. Well, I just want to say you have a real winner with the fact that you watched red and then pink and then white. Like, yeah, yeah. Trio right there, golden. (laughs) Like, that is pristine and that did not happen to me. Sacred. So let me tell you the order I watched. I can't wait. (laughs) 
So like I said, I started off strong. First episode, Violet. 24 years for the heist. Oh, great. I'm like stepping in right in chronological order. Oh my order. god. Okay, wait. I want to talk. I'm sorry. I'm going to let you finish your order, but I want to talk about this first. <laughs> Hold on, Taylor. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> but I just had to say. I mean, I guess we could go back to it. Come on. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. That's just what that reminded Call me, me of. Kanye up in here. Whoa. <laughs> I do not associate with anything Kanye related. Okay. Continue. Except me, obviously. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> no, all I was going to say was that literally as I was watching the Violet episode, I literally thought like, okay, the people that are watching this as their first episode, were you introduced to the character as Ray? Yes. And then you called him Ray the rest of the show? Pretty much, yeah. Well, it, so here's the thing. It got to the point where I was like, what the fuck is this guy's name? <laughs> like, I swear it was Ray. And then it was like, I was going back and forth from Ray and Leo. Like, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, same with Roger. I don't remember what his name was oh, right. in Violet. But when he came back up later, Graham. I just kept calling him Roger. And I forgot what his name he was. He was also in Roger to me yeah i just i'm sorry i just thought that was so wild that like i literally had that thought and then you did watch violet first like yes. crazy yeah okay so i got lucky watched violet first 24 years before the heist and then even more lucky i watched green seven years before the heist oh my god okay yeah, yeah. but then here's the real kicker i watched red the morning after the uh, heist so like i'm fully jumping around at this point yeah okay that is a large jump because okay i'll let you finish yeah because well, no, what you were going to say is that I had only met Stan and Judy in green. And yeah. then we're jumping to red and I, they're talking about RJ. They're talking about Bob. Yeah. And I'm like, who? Who? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So red. And then I watched yellow six weeks before the heist. Okay. Then I watched blue five days before the heist. And then orange three weeks before the heist. Pink six months after the heist. And then white the heist damn okay so like that's I crazy that you watched red because like i what is it yellow i feel like is the one where it introduces all of the characters and like yeah. what everybody is good at and that's really like gathering the crew and then <clears throat> excuse me like you didn't know any of them no so i watched red first oh gosh it was so it was confusing, but in a way that made me intrigued to meet all these people that they For were talking sure. about, especially RJ. That was the biggest surprise to me because they kept talking about him in Red. And I was like, who is RJ? Because Red is the morning after, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they were like, RJ wasn't at the truck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, who? Because like, I, because Stan was in Red and I met Stan in Green. I even met Judy and we met Bob in Green as well because Bob went yes, to visit Bob Stan to with Judy. Yeah. Yes. And Ava already knew from Violet. Yes. And, and in, because she was in Green also when uh, Leo broke out of jail. Right. And so I just had no idea who RJ was. And that was, I was like, is this going to be a big reveal? I'm like, who the hell is this person? And then I get to yellow and then I'm like, oh, he's just like the driver. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally his only job. But then, like, what I did like about having watched Red so early is I liked having the mystery ahead of time of, like, what happened to the Bonds? Who killed RJ? Who killed Bob? Like, what is happening? Who tipped off the FBI? So, like, I had all these ideas of, like, what happened after the heist and then trying to figure it out there where I think it got messy for my order specifically is jumping from six weeks before five days before and then three weeks before and oh so like 
the story wasn't really didn't make sense because then we were just doing kind of random times before the heist and it was kind of just jumbling their plan yeah because i imagine you would be confused because i watched let's see yellow is where see i did watch it like in a pretty good order Sorry, not to, like, to my own horn, but, no, like... that's what I'm saying. You did great. Yeah, because in yellow is six weeks before the heist. That's when they do the hit on Diamond Way. Yeah. And then afterwards, three weeks before, before the heist is when they sell the diamonds. So I bet you were so confused, like, where they got the diamonds. Like, what are we selling the money for? Yeah. And then before you would have found out that the money was for seed money for the rest of the job. Like, crazy. Yeah. Um, what did you think about, like, Leo, the head honcho, like, his plan for everything? Like, because I love a good heist. Like, give me Ocean's Eleven. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. So, here's what I'll say. Is just as an overall basis of the heist, I'm going to be real. I didn't love it. I wanted kind of more from the heist itself. It was kind of a letdown in that sense. After all this buildup of everything right. and this, like, 25-year just vendetta. Um, but that aside, I did like Leo as a character. I uh, thought he was, I don't know, he was entertaining. You could definitely tell he had this revenge and this anger in right. him and this need to bring justice to himself and his wife and just really take down roger and i was kind of here for it because i didn't like roger very much especially and we didn't even mention yet hannah mm-hmm. especially when hannah gets involved in everything um but i did i didn't mind him i liked him um because what I will say is I hated other characters more. So All right, let's get into it. Who's your least favorite character? Uh Bob. Bob. <laughs> Easy. Okay, did you recognize that actor? No. Okay. I thought he looked a little bit familiar, but also the woman who played Judy, I thought that I recognized her from Broad City. Not the same girl, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, I know who you're talking yeah. about though, yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad guess. Yeah, no, it's pretty close. But while I was on the IMDB page, I looked at the guy who played Bob. Guess who he is? He's in Divergent. <gasps> and he plays homie Eric. Yeah, he does. With the eyebrow piercing. He sure does. He looks so different with facial hair, dude. Whoa. In an Australian accent, of course. Yeah. Um, Bob was just so annoying. He was just so volatile and he was like starting fights and like being an asshole. And I, yeah. Can you say insecure? Like, I mean, the fact that he like ruined the diamond op to get that bracelet for Judy, like, I can't. Are you kidding? And then injured his hand and then messed the whole thing up. Yeah. They should have cut their losses, but Judy was like, no, he's coming with me. Like, he's good at safes. Judy also don't like her. (laughs) Annoying. I'm like, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, why are you with him? What? Why? Yeah. What is the point? Yeah. He was awful. So toxic. She was annoying because it's like, she would have her good moments without him. And then when he was around, she would just do everything to his benefit. But then weirdly, she would like, kind of dig at him in front of everybody also. So I'm like, do you like him? Like, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. They were so weird. I don't know. Um, what What about you? What did you think of Leo? Who is your favorite character? Like, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I didn't really, like, gravitate towards any of the characters that I really liked them. I was kind of just trying to figure everything out. Yeah. Honestly, they all had their issues. Like, 
Leo, not perfect. Leo's like, you know, I did like his escape plan from the prison. Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, That was pretty good. And then Ava, I feel like she had her own shady shit going on the whole time. And then Stan was just kind of like there. And I don't know. They're just such a weird group of like misfits, you know? Yeah, that's why like, like, honestly, I'm still trying to debate if I really liked the show or not. Like storyline wise and character wise yeah because i agree with you in the sense of like no character really gave me that like oh i love you feeling i would say the closest i got was i enjoyed ava like i because i thought she was really badass i loved how she could handle the fbi and just like be three steps ahead of them every time um and she was just really smart and she really kind of had a hold of everything and i liked that and then i liked how personable she was with like leo that was really sweet um i also really liked hannah I especially like more hannah. towards the end okay you know what she's in though right uncharted oh does she play the main the girl not the girl that's like on the cruise she plays the girl that's like working for the other person who's looking for the treasure. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. She's also in, in the 100, but that's not your yeah. cup of tea. Um. Anyways, so I just like picking actors out. But I did really like Hannah. I thought it was such a plot twist, her at the end. Um. So I, I do get what you're saying, that like it was such a big build up for something that seemed like obviously we saw in red the morning after the heist that like they didn't get the bonds and then obviously in white we find out what happened to them but then like even going from blue which is the episode where they like lay out the whole plan and they're like okay we've got a gatewalk and like a facial recognition and a temperature sensor and like all these things. And they're like, it's impossible. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. And then white is the episode where the heist actually goes down and it goes down like without a hitch. Yeah. But we never really learned of like, I didn't understand why the bees were able to do that. And like, we never really got behind their plan. Yeah. And then also the heist, like, honestly went so well and there was really no like suspenseful music i wasn't on edge at all i know until the fbi showed up and then they were like playing them and that was kind of crazy but you know okay what i'm thinking of do you remember am i remember this right so violet because the first one i watched is 24 years for the heist the opening scene was leo his foot getting stuck underwater in the vault do you remember watching this scene yeah. What up? Ep- do you was that in Violet? Do you remember? I don't know if that was in Violet, but I don't know. I feel like it was so like, early on. Are you sure it wasn't in Red? Because that was the Ooh, morning after the heist. Was with, it in Red? I think it was in Red when they were playing back what happened the night before. Oh, could be. Okay, I don't know why I'm thinking I watched it so early on, but I just remember seeing that, and I remember seeing it and being really confused of why there was water. Or, like, where he was or what he was doing. Okay. Um, but that was always, like, hanging in my mind when we got to the heist itself. Because I was like, how does he get stuck? And why is no one else there to help him? Mm. Which kind of got laid out in white when he decided to hang back. Yeah. Um, and then I loved... What I did love about watching Red so early 
is the cliffhangers that were left in red, especially with what was in Roger's safe that got him arrested. Yeah. I was, like, trying so hard to figure out what that was. And I loved that I didn't find out until White. Yeah. And then I also liked the whole mystery of who has the bonds. Yes. Like, that I felt like was the biggest mystery in and of itself. Like, the heist itself wasn't interesting to me. It was more so, like, okay, you did this, but who has the bonds? Like, what the hell happened? Yeah. And then when we actually got to Pink, which I watched Pink right before White. You did too, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So that one was crazy because even in there, you don't find out who has the bonds. They still don't have them. Yeah. Six months after the heist. Six months later. So I'm like, please tell me we find out who has these bonds. Yeah. And then in my head, I'm immediately thinking, okay, Hannah. And I'm thinking Hannah was in on it. But then what I was thinking, my thought process was maybe Leo found out she was pregnant and then was like, I'm going to give you all this money because I'm dying anyway. And we just won't tell anybody else. And he just needed all of them to screw one Same. over on Roger. I thought Leo and Hannah were in on it together. Yeah. And then it was a real plot twist that Hannah just gave it all back to the triplets. That and was crazy. That was crazy. And she was like, I'm doing this like for your own good to protect you, all this stuff. And I'm like, you didn't, you didn't like keep a couple for yourself? I mean, she was in a pretty nice house by the water, so... Yeah. With a baby, I'm sure she kept a little bit. But what were your thoughts on that? Like, what were your... Like, how did you feel about... We go through this whole show for a heist to rob this asshole and steal all this money from these terrible people, and then it ends up that no one gets the money, and they just sent it back to them. Yeah, I think, like... Obviously, it's not what the audience wants as, like, a satisfactory ending, but I do think that Leo got what he wanted because he put Graham in jail. Yeah. So, I mean, he didn't make off with all the money, but he said it himself. It was never about the money. Yeah. So, I feel like he got what he wanted. He's... Everybody else got screwed over, like, Bob and Judy and everybody else that worked on it. Like, they had stakes in the game and they didn't get anything to show for it. Mm-hmm. And, but honestly, Hannah pulled one on, pulled one over on them. She very well could have kept it for herself, but she didn't. That was her choice. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she even said she was like, I don't want to be like you. I don't, you don't need to do this and I don't need to do this. So I, you know, yeah, like she said, I was protecting you from yourself or yeah. whatever. I thought, so I, I was like teetering on the edge of like, Oh, that's unique. And then also, like, are you kidding me? We just went through all this and none of you even get the money. Yeah. Like, that was kind of a bummer. But I want to talk about pink, specifically. Okay. Because who didn't die in pink? Like, <laughs> literally, everyone died in pink. Everyone died. I think everyone but Judy and Stan. Well, and Leo. No, Leo got shot. What do you mean Leo got shot? Leo got shot in the back of the head in the tunnel after he got off the phone with Hannah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I was I was just thinking about the phone call with Hannah, and I thought it ended right there, but you're uh-uh, right. Yeah. Dude, who killed him? Right? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, dude. I forgot about that. Yeah. But, like, Ava's yeah, nanny Ava, gets shot. Yeah. Ava gets shot. Uh, Bob on the beach. Bob gets shot by the FBI. Dude, do you think Judy took the money or what? absolutely yeah judy took the money and left stan that's crazy she was already getting annoyed with him i mean yeah 
I liked Dan. I thought he was... But I just feel like, yeah, like, what kind of life is it to, like, have no money and just be holed up in a hotel room? Like, mm-hmm. if I was in that position and, like, I had police after me and I needed a new name and I needed to get out of the country, like, yeah, you take that money and run. That yeah. is self-preservation right there. Uh-huh. Especially because, like, wasn't Stan the one that fucked up and tried to pawn the jewelry? Yeah. And he got it flagged? Yeah. yeah. And got the FBI sent there. Um, And then the FBI agent died. Oh, Yeah. Which was just crazy. How did you feel about her? Listen, I didn't like her. Like I hated her. <laughs> I did not like her. I didn't like her so much that I never cared to learn her name. I took so many detailed notes throughout the entire show and her name is FBI lady in every single one of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was so funny. Nah, she was just like, I don't know. The whole storyline with her and N.A. and her kid and, like, I don't care. And, honestly, I think that they didn't give her a chance. Like, I think that if they wanted to make her more of a character and say, like, because I didn't really understand why she was connected to Ava and had so much history with Ava other than the fact that, like, she was assigned to Leo's escape. But, like... Everyone kept saying, like, oh, you have history with Ava Mercer, blah, blah, blah. But, like, we didn't see the details in that. And then, yeah, I don't know. She she was honestly just, like, pushy and, like, whatever. She was, like, she was annoying is what she yeah. was. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's, like, I feel like if any other person had a different approach to that character, they would have been somewhat tolerable or entertaining. But she was just annoying. And I think, yeah, the whole history with Ava thing was just that seven years from when Leo broke out of prison and interviewed Ava and then the seven years to the heist. Oh. But then she, like, tried to threaten her nanny with ice and, like, made her be a mole. But I love that Ava pulled a fast one on her. Yeah, but then she found, like, the computers and the... Yeah, she did catch that. But also, like, how did she die? They just showed her, like, passing out on the street. Did she, like... Like I don't know. Was she poisoned? I don't I don't know because they made a weird thing where she like shook hands with that guy. But then in the FBI when the at the office when the guy was cleaning out her desk and the um director or something said, "Oh, it happens to the to the it happens to people, I guess, or something." Well, she said, "Don't blame yourself." Yeah. But wait, when did the FBI lady die in pink? I'm pretty sure. But I, I can't remember that exactly. Interesting. But I want to say it happened in pink because... Yeah, because it was after she caught Bob. Because she have to, she caught Bob in pink. Mm-hmm. On the beach. And then she would have had to die then because she wouldn't have died in white. Mm. Because of the, that was the heist. Right. So I think... Because I, my only note for pink until I went back and redid my notes was literally everyone dies. <laughs> That's what my note said. Because watching that episode, I was like, what the actual hell is happening right now? crazy. Okay, going back to my order of how I kind of jumped around. Like, once I hit red, and then I went to yellow, blue, orange, which was six weeks before, five days before, and then three weeks before. So it jumped around a lot. I noticed it the most in the planning of the heist. Mm. Because they were talking a lot about... The first thing was like, oh, our back door is closed. Like, I have a back door, and it got closed. So that whole thing happened when Roger got that tip. Oh, like in the vault system? 
Yeah, right. that Leo had planted literally years ago by paying off the guy that installed it. Yeah. And then that got canceled. And then they started planning the, oh, there's going to be a hurricane. So we'll right. use the water. But then it jumped to, um, went to five days before. So then everyone was prepping for the hurricane and everything. So that made sense still. And then I jumped to three weeks before, which they were talking about. No. I don't know. It was like jumping around to where they were talking about they had a back door and it got closed. And then I watched an episode where they were talking about how they, um, th- that this is how the heist is going to go down and that I have this back door and everything. It was just like, oh, it was, it was really confusing. Okay, my notes do say that in blue, five days before the heist, they close the back door and then they come up with a plan for the hurricane. Okay, yes. So that is what happened. But it is confusing because three weeks before the heist, um, that's when Ava gets a lease on an office in the building. So that's when they start accessing the building maps and they start mapping like the water lines and the air vents that's probably what was confusing because they like they did start mapping it out but then they changed plans and like went for the hurricane cover yeah so it was just really jumbling my brain and i was like wait what's the back door and then there was a hurricane and then i watched an episode where like there was no rain or hurricane projected at all and it was just like everything was very random so that's when the order got a little messy for me and i found it like, I needed to extra pay attention okay. to what was going on yeah. um, and kind of remember, like, where I'm at. I found myself being like, okay, what? where are we? Okay, we're five days before the heist. Okay. Right. Like, that's kind of what I noticed. I mean, I had, like, a similar problem, but, not like, my episodes were in close to the right order as far as, like, well, I guess not really because... The thing that I was going to say is I found it confusing because I watched blue five days before the heist and then yellow six weeks before the heist. So I was like, okay, we're jumping from five days to six weeks. But then I watched two episodes that were like way in the past. So then I watched seven years before the heist and 24 years before the heist. And I like forgot about everything that was happening right before the heist. Right. So it was just like super confusing. Yeah. I kept seeing people like make orders to like give people options of like best ways to watch the show Wait, or really? whatever and You're they like, ha- what do you think it would be i'm not sure i personally think chronological would be the way to go but i also think i saw this order which i think it would be fun is they called it like the the tarantino way or something and it's Ooh. like you start with red so you start with the morning after yes so i think you do red and then you go chronological after that is how I feel like would be the best way to watch it. Okay, I like that. Because I think it'd be fun because it's the morning after, so you don't really know really anything about Roger yet. You don't know their backstory. You don't really know who any of these characters are. And then you jump to Violet, and then you go to Green, and then you go to Yellow. Yeah, see, I kind of liked the way that I watched it. I would probably move a few things around, but so, like, Blue and Yellow... So this is literally my order is blue five days before the heist and yellow six weeks before the heist. And while there's a lot of details in those episodes that are otherwise confusing, the main part I'm gathering from that is that like 
five days before the heist is where they're laying out the whole plan and they're like you're gonna do this and you're gonna do this and we have this chamber to break into and we have a temperature regulator and stuff like that so then i was like okay got it mm-hmm. and then the next episode was yellow and that's where they're gathering the crew they're like okay judy's good with chemicals rj can drive stan's a good hacker bob can do safes and so mm-hmm. then i was like introducing it and then i got the history of like 24 years ago why are we doing this that's pretty cool and then i got the seven years of like oh this is how stan this is how leo and stan know each other and then this is how the judy and bob tie into it all Mm -hmm. and the and the ava ties into it all so it's interesting that like because i feel like if you watch the 24 years before the heist first then you're i feel like that's boring i don't know i mean watching it it was a little boring but once it got to the ending of that episode and you saw his wife die and then Roger leave, that's when it, like, kind of Oh, clicked. that's, like, villain origin story. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it just felt very, like, introducing these two men that, like... Because my first introduction to both those characters is that they're besties, man. They're homies. Oh. And so... Oh, so you did get the villain origin story, and you're yeah. like, okay, this is why. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, he's going to he's going to prison, and so I I also got to see him be a really good dad. Mm-hmm. It started off the like, show me where you're strong, oh show me where God. you're brave. That was really cute. Yeah. And then Ava went and took her, and then he went to prison, and then I just, yeah, and I got lucky with my next episode being Leo in prison, and it was for 17 years. It was 17 years after violet is yeah. when green was and so i didn't hate watching it at first but i almost wished i got a little teaser of what the heist involved and then got that story which is why i think i kind of wish i watched red first and then went chronological that's a good point but i'm so boring i just think chronological would be the best way like that's i get it i think that there's like benefits to it for sure because then you get to see like leo's hacking skills and like what they used to do with the jewels and stuff Mm -hmm. like that i thought it was crazy that he like gave his wife a stolen jewelry like (laughs) yeah um i think like the overall concept of it was really cool and i i did like that like i guess that everyone has to finish on white yeah so the story gets a little bit of closure and then everything is revealed and everything makes sense Mm -hmm. no matter what order you watched it in so um but i want to talk about i want to talk about why i want to talk about the heist yeah let's do it because i feel like especially in red we got so many inklings of like what went down where ava comes back and says where was everybody nobody was at the truck so i took the truck and then she eventually reveals that bob was dead in the street and nobody was where they were supposed to be so then they went to the meet which wasn't the real meet, and like all this stuff so um we find all that out in white and i feel like did the events occur in chronological order in white because i feel like there was a little bit of jumping yeah it pretty much did um they honestly they sped it up from like time of how long it would take them to actually do all of this for sure it went by really quickly but yeah, it was all in order. So we got to see how they got through the multiple security mechanisms leading up to the vault. And then we find out that, you know, they're unlocking all these safes. Everything's going great. They're getting away with the bonds. They're loading them down to the truck. And then boom, Hannah takes them. Mm-hmm. And everything happened after that, which I thought was crazy. Yeah. 
And honestly, to me, that was the biggest reveal. I just yeah. wanted to know who got the bonds. And then Hannah shows up. I was like, oh, she was in on it. But then I was yeah. like, oh, they don't know she's in on it. I was <laughs> yeah. like, she's got her own agenda. But this is what I called, which I was so proud of myself for, because I caught in red the morning after when Hannah was with Roger at the office and she said goodbye to the FedEx guy leaving the office. And I thought it was so weird that the FedEx guy was there with a bunch of packages the day after a hurricane at like four in the morning. Oh my God, you did catch that? I did yeah. not catch that at all. Because I was like, I just thought it was weird because she made a point to say hi to him or bye to him and open the door for him and he left. And it was just a very, I don't know why I noticed it. It was just, it stood out yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and then as I'm watching it and I see Hannah and I was like, oh, my God, she's going to put it in the FedEx boxes. I was like, I bet she took them and they're in the FedEx boxes. And then they were loading them up. And I was like, oh, I knew it. I was like, I knew it. I was that is wild. Go Bailey. No, but I didn't know that she gave them back that, that she gave them back to the triplets. I yeah. thought she would have kept them for herself, but she's a good person, I guess. But yeah, back to the heist. And like, so basically the vault wasn't supposed to flood that much. Right. They, like, well, almost... Yeah, something did go wrong. Yeah, they, like, bl- almost blew Judy up. <laughs> yeah. I guess, like, I don't know. The timing was going wrong, and then she took her earpiece out, and Ava blew it, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting that they even had that backup plan at all. Then I'm like, what was the point? But whatever. Yeah. Um, well, they kind of did a little mi- a mislead there, because another thing we don't know in why until we get to White is what happened to RJ. Right. That was a leading mystery. And they kind of had a mislead with Judy because RJ went down there to grab Judy and was like, they're about to blow this. You need to leave. And then you saw Judy get up the, the ladder, but you didn't see RJ get up. So they kind of made you think that he got blown up. Oh, that's not what I thought. Well, but then she, but then um, Judy went to see Ava and kind of gave her a look and like shook her head as if RJ died. Is what I was thinking. Oh, that is not what I saw at all. Interesting. But there was another scene in the middle of the heist where RJ was down by the truck. I don't know if this was before the blast, though. RJ was down in the truck and he was, like, removing the stickers from the truck and making it look different, like a different color. I think that was before the blow up. Oh, wow. It was, like, right when he got there. Okay, I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. But then he shows back up because then he's... um judy's like okay they're on their way down to you and then he's like okay i'm standing right and that's when you got to reveal that he's still alive so then you're like okay well he doesn't die getting blown up how does he die well let's talk about it because shit goes down yeah so bob hightails out of there he's like fuck this i'm out leo was being greedy and wanted the last safe and then bob and judy which again judy was so annoying because she like didn't have a stand like she didn't stand on her own at all and bob was like let's get out of here and she's like we can't just leave them and she just never made a decision for herself and so whatever she goes with bob and they go down and bob just like stalks rj for no reason well not for no reason bob thinks he's gonna take the truck with the bonds in it right and just him and judy are gonna get off scot-free um and then what happened they fight right and then they start fighting and then rj pulls a gun on bob that's and is, like, right. pointing it at him. And then Judy shoots RJ. RJ. That was crazy. To protect Bob. Asshole. And then Stan walks out. Well, Stan saw the whole... Well, I think Stan only caught them putting RJ's body in the dumpster. Yes. Yeah. And then Bob, Bob just... <laughs> Bob just takes off. 
Yeah. Into the hurricane. Well, yeah, trying to kill Stan because Stan runs. Yeah. And he's trying to kill Stan. And then Judy. Judy says, I'll take care of it myself. She said, I killed RJ. I could kill somebody else. Which that was just so shocking to me because I'm like, you're going to kill RJ. Literally the sweetest man ever to protect Bob. But and then you're, five minutes later, you're going to turn on and kill Bob. Because he's trying to kill Stan. Right. But then when you're going to get with Stan later, you're going to leave him because <laughs> like, you don't care. It, she doesn't make any sense to me. I don't no. get it. No. But that was a real surprise to me that she was the one that quote unquote killed Bob when that happened. And then she acted so... Because in Red, she was like distraught yeah. when she found out Bob was dead. Yeah. I'm like, what a good like actor you are, Judy. All right, Judy girl. Oh my God, that's such a good point. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because she killed him and she was so upset. Oh my God, it's like all coming back to me now. Yeah. Um, no, that was absolutely crazy. And then Ava comes down and, like, n- nobody is anywhere to be seen. And then the FBI lady is finally onto them and shoots Ava. Oh, yeah, in the car. In the truck. Yeah. Well, because also in red, Ava shows up with a gunshot wound, yeah. which was that, too. But so even before that, when the FBI l- lady found out, because Ava tipped him off, saying, okay, we're on this level, and actually sends them up to her office. Yep. And tricks them, but then they start unplugging the security cameras that they froze. And Roger at his house is watching those security cameras like crazy because he's a paranoid, like... Yeah, okay, what did you think about that? Because I was sitting there and I was like, do you do this every day? I I was wondering that too. I was like, like, is this an everyday thing? Yeah. I think he was just extra paranoid because of the recent, like, blackmail he had been getting. And Plus the triplets, like, just put their stuff in there. Yeah. So Um. I think he was just kind of being extra paranoid but i was on the edge of my seat i was like oh my god please don't look over there because you can see them break it into your vault right now oh my god and then he did see it and then he freaked out calls hannah what i love though is that hannah was also monitoring it and like even before the cameras got cut she was like yeah i saw it everything's good like the temperature thing had messed up or whatever also i'm trying to remember where it looked like she was calling from because then we later find out that she was like in the in the building. Like yeah. she was down there like ready to replace the bonds. Do yeah. you think that like cuz Hannah knew about the heist for a while cuz Leo and her were like we've been planning this for a while blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So do you think that she intentionally got her sister a job in the mailroom? Oh. Like it was all a part oh, of the plan. Oh, interesting. Cause that's Maybe. like, cause that's where they were. Like her sister had like the FedEx boxes and all the paper. Like that was, yeah. And then I forget which episode it is. We find out that like Hannah got her the job in the mailroom, but you know. Yeah, I don't remember either. But yeah, that's that's interesting. Sneaky mastermind. Well, another thing that I like too that Hannah said whenever she was saying, talking to Leo that I was protecting you is she said, she was like, I'm not you and I'm not your inside person yeah like i'm not your man on the inside is what yeah. she said and i love that because he called her that earlier on was like i got someone on the inside and whenever she said that's not me i was like good for you yeah she didn't need to be that and then she named her baby after her mom i know that was really oh. sweet it was like okay it wasn't bad but it i think the best part of it like the whole show in general i'm talking like the best part of it was the like jumping around and like you never know what 
you're gonna get i would agree like my overall consensus of the show is i didn't really like plot it was like very mid it was like whatever See, but i like I, a heist plot i just felt like the heist was mid yeah yeah okay yeah i mean, I mean that's basically we're the, agreeing we're saying, the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we're saying the same thing once again <laughs> but what i did like is I did love that I never knew what I was going to get when I hit next episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved the scatteredness and, like, it really made me have to pay attention more, which I think is great and much needed in television these days because a lot of people get so distracted really easily. Yeah. Um. So that was fun. I always looked forward to my next episode of, like, ooh, what, what timeline are we going to be in now? Yeah. No, 100% same. Like, I would... Sometimes, especially sometimes if it was like kind of late and I didn't know if I was going to watch another episode that I would like start the next one and be like, okay, what timeline are we at? Ooh, 24 years before the high. Okay. Yeah. I know. Um, but yeah, the characters were, eh, the heist itself was, eh. Um, and then everyone died and I really, I didn't get any closure. Who killed Leo? What the hell? Yeah. Like who killed Leo and like. I guess Hannah, like, sort of explained why, but I still didn't understand. And then, like, I mean, nobody had any money. I guess Judy got away, but, like... With, like, the 300000 that Leo had, maybe, right. or something? Yeah. I don't know. It was just all, like, for nothing. Oh, and then a big thing that was barely touched on was, like, Leo getting diagnosed with Parkinson's oh, and yeah. said that he would have, like, a year, and then he ended up living seven more years. And, like, didn't have shakes. Didn't- have any shakes until like six months after that yeah (laughs) how convenient yeah that was pretty interesting like even when he had to dial on the safe with stan he just like takes a look at his hand (laughs) and was like you gonna do this with me buddy like (laughs) we've been working for this yeah 25 years yeah i thought the concept was great i really liked it i thought it it did work like same i i think it it did succeed in what they were trying to do. Um, even though I do wish I'd watched it in a different order because I was confused at times, but I still think it made sense mm-hmm. as I watched it. Yeah, I so can see that. that's a win for Netflix. It was cute and unique, and yeah. I enjoyed it. Do you think they're going to do anything like this again? I'm trying to think about what other storylines it could work for. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, a heist is really the perfect scenario for this because it's just planning and plotting and and storylines really they could probably do it for i mean i was just gonna say robbery which is basically a heist so like it really oh yeah i don't know it really made me uh think about like fast and the furious just like them all in a room and like plotting something yeah just because it was fun i was thinking oceans yeah that too for sure um and also i guess baby driver baby driver yeah money heist remind me of any typical heist movie, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a really good question. I'm gonna have to think about that. Of like, if yeah, it could work for any other storyline. Yeah, because I feel like a romance, like, you could go back and forth in time, sort of like, honestly, you could sort of tell from scratch from different points in the storyline. Yeah, it you would be just as confused as you were watching this, but then you would have to choose the ending. For from scratch, it would be, Lino. Mm-hmm. It would be, like, the, his ending. Yeah, like, the death episode, yeah. Right. But then also, like, yeah, because then you could take her episodes in Italy after his death 
and play them before. Yeah. Oh, I bet you could watch that show out of order. Dude, you don't this is really cra- need to. Am I about to do something right now? I'm going to call Netflix and be oh, like, shit. I got an idea for you. You're like, remove the episode numbers. <laughs> get it out there. That was the other thing that was crazy about this is people would ask me like, oh, how many episodes are there of that show? And I'm like, I literally I don't, don't know. know. I had to count the colors. I was what like, is it, like eight? Probably. I, I still so. don't know. <laughs> It kind of pissed me off that they didn't go, like, Roy G. Biv, but I guess that would probably make me want to watch it in a certain order, but that's okay. It, I think they did it to throw people off. They didn't want to do that on purpose. Yeah. I bet they literally just random things. Oh, this is a huge thing that we didn't talk about, is the play of the color in the episode. Like, in green, the prison, they were all wearing green beanies and a green shirt, and in violet, the, like, the jewels were purple... They always had the color in the episode. Dude. Girl, how did you not notice that? I was not paying that much attention, apparently. (laughs) Oh, it was so, especially in green. If you go back and just look at, like, the first couple scenes in green, it was, everything was green. Wait, now I want to, like, see what all the colors were. Red was obviously, like, blood. Blood, (laughs) yeah. Blood and the boat was red that they drove away on. Oh, look Mm -hmm. at you. What about yellow? Yellow. Hmm. hmm. What? I don't remember. That was what, six weeks before? What was yellow? I don't remember. Yeah. They all kind of got a little more That's cool. jumbled. But yeah, it did have some good symbolism of that had the color in the episode. It was cool. Nice. Should we play a game? Oh my god, yes. I forget about this every time. I know. <laughs> I get so excited. Okay, the current score is Jess has three. Really? Yeah, and I have one. Yay! She's on the board. All right, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Oh, you got this in the bag. Oh, Are you ready? Yeah. Who plays Lois Lane in the 2016 movie Batman vs. Superman? A, Kira Knightley. B, Holly Hunter. C, Gwyneth Paltrow. D, Amy Adams. D, Amy Adams. Correctamundo. I was, like, looking at her face in my head. (laughs) Before you read the names, and then you were halfway through the names, and I was like, "Amy," and then you got to D, and I was like, "Yes, yes, yes." Yeah. Um. Okay. I think you have this one. <clears throat> Let's see. Who wrote the original songs for The Lion King? A. Andrew Lloyd Webber. B. Elton John. C. John Williams. Or D. George Michael. Oh, is it George Michael? No. No, it's not. Read the other ones. I thought I had. To, why was I trying to think it was Phil Collins? But Babe, he didn't movie. do Lily. He didn't do Lanking. Do you want the fifty-fifty? Yeah. It's Andrew Lloyd Webber or Elton John. What was the movie? The Lion King. Dude, I don't it's know. It's the circle of life. Is it Elton John? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. I did not know that. I'm pretty sure he sings the circle of life, homie. Probably. <laughs> Look, I watched Lion King when I was a child, and I had no interest in who, like, sang the songs. <laughs> I don't know. Love it. Okay. It's fine. I thought George Michael's a good guess anyway. I mean, yeah. I would, I would have guessed between George Michael or Elton John, because, like, who are the other two? Yeah, couldn't tell you. <clears throat> All right. Well, next week we are talking about the Teen Wolf movie. Dude, I can't wait. We will scream, we will cry, we will laugh. All of that is guaranteed, but however, Dylan O'Brien is not guaranteed oh! at this time. <laughs> Why don't you just take that knife and twist it a little? <laughs> Damn. 
But we're going to talk about it all next week. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We're at Subtitles On or Off Podcast. And we're on Twitter at S-O-O-O Podcast. And make sure you rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you love us. <laughs> if you hate us, don't tell us. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.